0: Welcome to the Leading Visionaries podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established leading visionaries. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate and spotlight the leading visionaries who are thinking differently, seeing new possibilities, have the courage to dream big, take inspired action, and create conscious change all around the world. Now, here's your host, Angel B. Hartwell.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Leading Visionaries podcast, where we celebrate the ingenious, insightful, innovative, and inspired leading visionaries of our time. And provide our listeners with world-class examples of the kind of courage, clarity, and confidence it takes to bring visions into reality. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Alara Sage. Alara is the Ecstatic Life Mentor. She is an intuitively gifted mentor, teacher, and healer who coaches provocatively and soulfully. She has over 15 years of experience helping others reignite and transform their own lives. Alara works with ambitious female leaders and professionals who are highly successful but feel unfulfilled in life, and disconnected from their true radiant self. She helps them unlock their power, orgasm, and authentic genius so that they can feel fulfilled and pleasurable in every moment of life, not just on vacation. Alara is passionate about helping women realize that a woman who is turned on in life, activates the world around her. And I am so delighted to have you with me here today. Alara, welcome to Leading Visionaries podcast.
2: Yay. Thank you, Angel. I'm so grateful to be here.
1: Well, it is a pleasure to have you, Alara, because you are a highly visionary human. And I do want to mention to my audience here that Alara has been on my other show, Wickedly Smart Women, and her episode just won the 29th Annual Communicator Award for 2023. So thank you so much, Alara, for bringing the goods and for helping us to celebrate and be award-winning. How orgasmic is that, Ooh, right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> feeling it.
1: Oh, so good. All right, beautiful. So let's talk about leading. Are you the kind of person who has always been the leader? Like, were you the little girl who lined up all your dolls and had them like (laughs) following your orders or gathered all the kids on the playground and told them all what to do? Or was leadership something that came later in
2: life? Yeah, I was definitely a natural born leader. I actually Mm -hmm. remember you you sparked my memory (laughs) that it was in elementary school that my teacher wrote you know, we had the old school report cards where people mm-hmm. actually wrote the grades and she wrote that, you know, Alara is a born leader. But even outside of my teacher's perspective, I usually found myself leading my friends, you know, mm-hmm. and, and teaching them and guiding them. It was just something I, I innately love to do. Mm, beautiful.
1: So let's talk about your vision like was that something that you were recognized for affirmed in understood that you had as a child or again was that something that came later in life
2: yeah i don't think it was affirmed i i don't even think i was really necessarily completely connected to it i was when i was younger and i was writing i was very very poetic i wrote a lot of very creative and very visionary stories and then i disconnected from that and really kind of pulled myself out of, you know, I would say the the normal world. I found myself leaving at age 19 to travel the world instead of go to college, which was the thing that I thought I was always going to do. So I really found myself leading a very, very different life than the people that I knew and, you know, the quote unquote normal.
1: Mm. Well, and, you know, this is something that leading visionaries often do. We do find ourselves outside of the norm. And I love that you say that you were leading a life outside of the norm. How was it for you? Like, what what did you need to cultivate within yourself to be able to say yes to stepping outside the norm, to have the, the courage to say, yeah, I'm not doing what everyone else is doing. I'm going to go do something else.
2: Yeah, you know, it's something that I, I definitely work with my clients on. Something I wasn't even aware of in myself for a long time, but I, I assist my clients to really acknowledge any deep-rooted shame because, you know, I always say there's this space between three to six years of age where we are starting to really come out of our shell and be, you know, whoo, who we are. And it's like, whoa, you know, we we've called it the terrible twos. And we're this very expressive age that all of a sudden for my era, and your your era mm-hmm. You know, it was too much. It was, it wasn't okay, you know, stopping emotional, stop all that expressing. And it was, it was really suppressed and shamed upon. And so what I've noticed with myself and my clients is when we get down to that deep rooted shame and we really work to let it go and release, it's like that coming home to ourselves. you know, that feeling of really knowing who we truly are. Okay. So let me just say again, what
1: is in you? Like what was in you that allowed you to deviate from the norm? Not just like the shame was in you that might've kept you in the norm. What Mm. was it in you that actually allowed you to break out of that or even to create experiences where you were deviating from the norm that might have added more shame? Onto Mm -hmm. your life, right? From the outside world.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's a real innate intuitive sense that you know I have I've always seen myself as as being different and creating differently and really desiring more for myself, more adventure, more joy. You know, I mean, I like I said, I left the country when I was 19 years old by myself. I'd never even been on an airplane. You know, that kind of like innate intuition of like, hey, I'm going to do this. I really have no idea what I'm doing, (laughs) but I'm going to do it anyways, because there's something there, you know, that that wisdom, that intuition of the self that just says do this. I've, I've often said that I don't have choices sometimes like I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice, even though, of course, we have choices. It feels like there's such a force behind me that I know that I need to move with it. And those are the most powerful pivot points in my life, for sure.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I've had those experiences where it's the no choice choice. Like, Yes. Yes, we always have the choice. But and when it comes, when it comes, you know, and I'm curious for you, do you receive vision in like a visual way or do you receive it as a knowing? Do you receive it? Like, how does your intuitive faculty work best for you? Like, what's the the primary intuitive faculty that you have so that when you get the do this, you know that it's actually a trustworthy prompt?
2: Yeah, I receive it multiple different ways. So one Mm. of my ways is definitely in my body as a sense of knowing Mm. And then I also receive images, visions, and I do receive audible messages as well. So it's usually a conjunction of all three of those. Great. Great. So let's now talk
1: about the vision that you have been putting into place in your life as you have stepped into the role of the ecstatic life mentor, right? Because you are now in that role. And that's something that was a self-created role. The role of the ecstatic life mentor. Let's talk about how that vision came to you, how that knowing came to you, and what are some of the things that you've done as a visionary, as a leader, as a self-leader to say, not only am I going to do this, but to begin to bring it into reality? Because I think that's the key piece for all leading visionaries, it's about Im- the embodiment piece. So, can you speak a little bit about that and how you do it for yourself, but also for your clients?
2: Yes, absolutely. I had a spontaneous <laughs> Kundalini awakening where I was literally driving my car. I was going to go, you know, driving down the freeway. And I heard, I had a message from my intuition to Om three times. And on the third Om, an energy shot through my body and sent me into full body orgasm now at this time i had never experienced full body orgasm i was even partially orgasmic at that point in my sexual life and what it did is it well i mean what didn't it do (laughs) (laughs) I I i pulled the car over and was like in full body orgasm for several moments right but it it made me like, wow, what is possible? This is possible. Like I can experience this level of ecstasy and bliss. And I had, you know, already started my spiritual journey. So to me, this was like, wow, it was like the barn doors flew open, you know, and I was really shown our capacity as humans Mm. And, you know, it wasn't just like from then on, okay, full body orgasms all the time, Mm -hmm. right? I had to then really learn how to embody that space. And that journey, I feel like was so imperative to how I work with clients now and learning that process of taking a vision, taking something that you, you know, I experienced it very physically, but again, that doesn't mean that I was experiencing it every day. So then how do we cultivate that literally in our lives where we are embodied now i experience orgasm regularly throughout my day when i'm saying something when i'm doing something but it took me you know a couple of years to learn how to embody that practice and i feel like you know as visionaries we get that really big idea mm-hmm. and like you said how do we anchor it in to the body right And I personally, you know, I teach four keys to to really unlocking this embodiment of our own genius and our own success. And one of the things is it's about connection, connection to our bodies, connection to the moment, being present in the moment. The second thing is, you know, using our breath really as that tool. The breath is always there it's always moving in and out. It can, we can easily tap into it to remind us to be in our bodies, to bring our awareness to our bodies. The third key for me is really about voice. What are you expressing? What are you saying out loud? What are you regularly speaking into existence? Right? (laughs) Right. And the last one is movement. You know, we, we use movement. We don't think of this, but we use movement in our life, movement of our body to literally bring that vision into the physical reality. So what movement, what actions are we taking? So to me, it's about that breathing into the body, the presence in the body, and then taking those actions forward. They're not always perfect. You know, the steps don't always seem to be perfect, but when we're taking those tiny steps, then they tend to be that big pathway opening up for ourselves.
1: Or that big orgasm opening up for ourselves.
2: delicious yumminess. big delicious orgasm all right
1: beautiful we're going to take a short break but when we come back we're going to talk more about orgasms and all the other fun things that you just um, mentioned these four keys to unlocking our genius and uh, right now though listeners are you a leading visionary or in the role of leading other visionaries consider joining our community and sharing your feedback and takeaways from each episode we invite you to join us and support this podcast by making a donation at www.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. Interested in finding out more about how you can receive support for getting your vision out of the air and onto the ground? You can apply to qualify for a complimentary consultation with me or a member of my team by clicking the Connect with Angel button on the website. Be sure to share this show in your own spirals of influence with the people who you think might benefit from our content. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world, shouting out this week to our listeners in California, which is where Alara is coming to us from. Mm -hmm. And we will be right back with Alara Sage.
0: The Leading Visionaries podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Are you the one who thinks differently? Who is called to create a significant conscious change in the world? Who is seeing and dreaming of a better way for your industry, your community, humanity? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired to guide leading visionaries just like you who want to break through the static in order to clearly express and confidently enroll support for their vision in a way that makes it inevitable that it will come to pass. Your word is your wand. And as the leader, your ability to articulate and communicate your vision is essential to its materialization and monetization. Please enjoy with our compliments, a free copy of the book, Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny, which was a number one new release in three categories to get you started. The book is yours by visiting gift.leadingvisionariespodcast.com.
1: And we are back with Alara Sage. Before we went to the break, we were talking a little bit about the four keys to unlocking the natural genius. And one of the things that Alara has for us today, she's got a lovely gift you can get at alarasage.com forward slash self hyphen trust hyphen series. Where you will go through a process of learning how to deepen in your own self trust. So, before we went to the break, you know, one of the things you were talking about were these four keys the connection and presence, the breath, the voice, which is speaking into existence, what we see and want to create, and then this idea of movement and action. So, I'd love to have you take a moment, Alara. First to talk about how the self-trust series might help our listeners to tap in, in one or more of these four key areas. And then I want to talk a little bit about voice, but but I'll let you talk first about the self-trust series, please.
2: Yeah. The beauty of the self-trust is it's, it's like the touchstone to this because when we don't trust ourselves, we can be feeling our presence and, and breathing. And then, you know, we can be speaking and really putting ourselves down or speaking in a way that doesn't have that powerful impact of presence that I am this is happening right that comes with self-trust and conviction and then of course the action because as we spoke about earlier about intuition and different ways to feel that intuitive guidance we can get that all day long but if we Mm -hmm. don't trust ourselves to follow it and to take the actions required then it just falls short of the wayside
1: Yeah. Beautiful. So two things I want to talk about now. First is this idea of using the voice to speak things into existence. And anybody who's a visionary, it doesn't help for you to be a visionary if you aren't able to actually articulate your vision and help others see what you see. Essentially, it is the voice that helps others to see what you see. So can you talk a little bit about how you help your clients to get in touch with their capacity to not only voice and speak into existence what they see and want or what you see and want, but also how to circumvent speaking into existence things we don't want?
2: Mm. (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) So definitely with most of my clients, you know, and I would say with most women, you know, we don't necessarily have these strong voices. One of the things that we do is we do a lot of like tiptoeing around things or saying things in a way that is kind and pleasing to others. And we don't want to rock the boat. So a lot of times when I'm working with clients, I'm teaching them to really get to the core of what they're trying to say, what they desire. You know it's it's such an interesting thing this is talked about in relationships right where the the woman is like expressing to the man everything that she wants and he's just not getting it right well guess what she's not being crystal clear she's not saying exactly what she wants she's doing this whole roundabout thing hoping that he will pick up on it right and this is the same way that we communicate to the universe. We mm. have this really way of like beating around the bush and then like did you get it universe and it's like <laughs> no just speak directly to it. And sometimes you know that takes a lot of courage in ourselves and mm. one of the most important things is is to really breathe into our own hearts and always be again really present in the body when we're speaking. But it is it is that clarity of really speaking, you know, into in with clarity and mm-hmm. and desire Right. Like that's what wants to come through right? Like your desires want to be heard, mm. right? They want to be heard.
1: Right. So what I'm hearing there is if you're getting a lot of things happening in your life that are out of integrity or alignment with what you think you're communicating and saying that you want, it's because you're not being clear. You are beating around the bush. You're trying to like drop the hanky and think that somebody's going to pick it up because you've dropped the hanky rather than saying, Hey, would you please pick up that hanky for me? <laughs> right. So I want to talk now, Alara, about the whole idea of when we have vision, now we are speaking our vision into reality in a clear, concise, courageous way calling other people to enroll in our vision buy into our vision see our vision can you speak about this idea of how you have valued your own vision not only in the form of being out here standing up speaking You know sharing your message with the world and with clients and all of those things but how you have also chosen to value your vision when it seems like maybe people aren't going to get you Mm -hmm. right and what what does it take within you and how do you help your women to value their own vision as well
2: i really love this question Mm -hmm. because there are times you know when we're like is anybody out there (laughs) <laughs> Listening, hearing anybody? You know, one of the things I I find is it is that it is that pleasure, it is that joy. We we want to be really feeling like our vision lights us up. You know that when we ah, put ourselves into that energy, we are like, oh my god, I feel that. That feels so good. That feels so delicious. That. know, whatever it is for that individual woman. And so when we are in that energy, again, it's a sense in the body, everything else can fall away. And I find that when I'm having those moments of like uncertainty or like self-doubt, when I, again, really breathe into my body and take myself to my vision, I light myself back up Mm -hmm. in that deliciousness. And I'm like, all smiles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beautiful. <Back on. laughs> All right. So now what I would like you to do is I would like you to share with our Leading Visionaries audience, what is your big vision for how your work as the Ecstatic Life Mentor is going to impact the global family of women?
2: Yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I see women really coming together in a deep intimacy and connection, feeling very, very supported by each other. No competition, you know, the lifting up of each other and feeling really engaged in their power to create, feeling really engaged in their radiance and their genius and each individual woman bringing that into the world but there's this energy of coming together and uniting and rooting in with each other you know like the the tribal women used to do and i see you know these events and these spaces where women feel really really safe in their bodies and they feel really really safe and seen by each other. And like my bio says, when a woman is really in her power and she is radiating, we change the world. So Mm. I just see that ripple effect from one woman to the next and all of us truly honoring each other in our womanhood.
1: So how does that also connect into this idea of orgasmic, right? And ecstatic, help us to really see and feel and hear and know that part of this, because I think there's a lot of people out there who are talking about power and empowerment. And in your case, I think that there's an extra piece to this equation that is all about the embodiment. And it's all about like leveraging your experience of the full body orgasm (laughs) and the pleasure and how they how they play together with power.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I deeply mm-hmm. feel and experience that when we are in our bodies and we are available to our pleasure and to our orgasm, you know, orgasm is connected to creation. Yeah. You know, the universe one time showed me how she's always in orgasm, she's always creating. And she gave me like the slightest little snippet of her orgasm, which was like, so intense for my body, right? Creative life force energy is orgasmic. And Mm. when we truly allow the full liberation of our creative life force of our creative genius through us, it is orgasmic. It is ecstatic. It is blissful Mm. AF.
1: Yeah. Maybe even sexy AF. Maybe
2: even sexy. <laughs> My partner would say
1: yes to that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and I think that's that's also a piece of what you bring to the world, Alara, is this idea of yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. (laughs) All right, beautiful. So for the leading visionary women listeners out there who are feeling their yes, like tell us one in the last little bit that we have here, if you could share with us like a client success story, somebody that you have helped to get to their full body orgasm, their sexy as fuck, their full... Ecstatic life embodiment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like where were they when they started with
2: you and where are they now? Yes, wonderful. So I had this client who came to me and, you know, she was a lawyer and she was really feeling very, very unfulfilled and really unseen, mm-hmm. like really unseen. She was not seen in her job. She was not seen by her friends. She was not seen by her children, by her family, by anybody. And she really sensed that there was, you know, so much more to life than what she was experiencing, even though, again, she had a very great income. She, you know, had the social status of being a lawyer. She had been very successful for herself but she knew that there was this deep connection within herself that she was really missing Mm -hmm. and you know as i mentioned before we were able to address her shame and really connect into her body connect into her womb connect into her womanhood and her genius she actually wrote a book which was just like what like (laughs) neither one of us
1: Side Uh, bennies, side side bennies,
2: yeah, (laughs) and that was a total like off the rail. But then what she did is, you know, she sold her house that she was living in for twenty years with in a complete state of calm. It Mm -hmm. sold. She got an intuitive hit of how much it was going to sell for. That's what it sold for. It sold with ease and grace, and she re totally recreated her life in this space where it's she's very intuitively led now and and moves with what arises and everything happens so easily for her mm. like everything happens she bought a a new house and she's gonna buy an rv and just travel around and she has these all these gigs that are coming in that feel really just like yeah, sure. Yes. I'll yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Beautiful. And I think one of the most important things is that she's being really been drawing in people that are very, very unique for her and like creating these relationships and these bonds. That she feels she hasn't had her whole life.
1: Mm, Beautiful. And to
2: her, she really, that's very dear to her.
1: Beautiful. Well, thank you for doing those very dear pieces of work for her and with her and for all of the women on the planet and all of the leading visionaries on the planet who are, you know, many of us are intuitive, but we're also what i'm hearing here in this last little piece alara is it's not just being intuitively led it's being creatively led by Mm -hmm. the orgasmic life force of the universe itself so listeners we do love feedback please let us know what you thought of today's episode by joining our community sharing your takeaways asking questions or submitting guest suggestions you can weave your visionary thread into our fabric by opting in on our website at leadingvisionariespodcast.com or by interacting with us on social. Look for the handle at Leading Visionaries Podcast on all the major platforms. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your eyes, ears, and hearts open. And remember, you are here to create conscious change.
0: Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Leading Visionaries on Apple Podcasts and share with other people you know who can benefit from today's episode. Leading Visionaries is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leading visionaries who are called to create conscious change and know that now is the best time to welcome wealth and cultivate a web of collaborative support to bring their vision to life. We invite your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of new episodes at leadingvisionariespodcast.com.